welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey, hey. How are you feeling today after opening day? My voice is a... A little bit deeper than normal, but other than that, I'm okay. I bet you were drinking mm. alcohol. I was yelling a lot, that's for sure. We met up mm. uh, prior to the game. Yes, we did. I don't remember exactly what we were saying. I was a little under the influence. Uh, yes, you were. I had fun. Yes. From what I remember. From what you recall. Opening day, one of the greatest days of the year. Yes, sir. As always, and Tribe won with a walk-off. It was very nice, man. I love that baseball is back. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk baseball, are we? Nope. We're here to talk Dynasty Fantasy Football, and today we have another big show for you. Today we're talking about ADP buy lows. Wait, what? Buy low, players, good ba- good value. Okay. Good buys. Uh, and, of course, we're giving away three more Superflex spots. Nice. But before we do that, I got to talk about somebody. Oh, boy. We have a sponsor. Okay. Now, as you know, if we listen to the show, we don't really do sponsors because, well... We don't really want to pimp stuff that we're not really into, so uh, mm. we don't really sell a lot of stuff or take a lot of advertisements, but this person and this app okay. is something we had to get out in front of you. Right on. It goes by the name of Maisie. That's right. Maisie. M-A-Z-E-Y. What's mm. Maisie? It's pretty much a messaging app. It's like a text message app. Pretty much it lets you stay connected with the many groups in your life without adding clutter to your email and chaos to your text messages. Basically, here's the way I look at it. Maisie, which is super awesome. And it's perfect for Dynasty Leagues, right? Mm-hmm. In a Dynasty League, you're in, you're in with a whole bunch of people you don't really know a lot of the times, right? I mean, like in our Superflex League, for example, we're not going to know any of these guys personally. Right. I'm going to know you and, and you. So what's, what's worse when you want to send a trade through and you got to do it through M- M- MLF and, or MFL and it's done by email? Right. Or you write some, hit somebody on Twitter and they don't see it for a day or two. And you want to make sure this trade, like say something just broke, you want to make this trade as soon as possible before the wind gets up and they get onto you. Well, what's the best way to do that is you could text message somebody. Sure. This app allows you to text message people without actually giving them your phone number. And that's great because, listen, I don't even like giving some of my friends my phone number, <laughs> let alone some dudes that are going to be in our fantasy football league I don't know. And what if you had to boot one of those people? You right. want them having your phone number, sending you hate messages, like, hey, Rich, I hope you're having a really terrible day. <laughs> I hate you, just so you remember that. I don't need that in my life, right? No, you don't, man. Well, Maisie takes that away from you. To sign up for Maisie, Maisie, listen, there's many reasons here why you should do this. One, it's free. So you can't complain it costs too much because it's free, which is glorious. I already love it. Amazing. And if you're in our Superflex League or my $500 league, we'll be using this app. Two, you don't need an email. Just use the phone number. Somebody sets it up. You send out a code. It's almost like joining a fantasy football league. You get a little invitation code. You jump in. Right. Boom, you're in. This app lets you, like, you can set up message windows, like, for trades, uh, trade talk, league talk. You can share pictures, all kinds of stuff. A lot of people use this not for fantasy football. I don't even think it was designed for fantasy football. No, but it's great for this application, though. Yes. Sure. And I think when I was talking to the owner of the app, he's like, you know, we didn't really make this for fantasy football, but it seems like it fits right up your guy's alley. I'm like, Hell yeah, fits right up our alley. Yes, it does. I was like, you don't understand how perfect for this is and why I want to sell this app on our podcast and why people should use it is because in Dynasty Leagues, we're all in these leagues with people that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not some of us just don't feel comfortable getting out, giving out their phone numbers. Right. So this way you can contact these people. 
And listen, if you're at work or in something, you can literally turn off the messages. You can turn off certain groups, like say, hey, you have just league chat, trade talk, all this. And like, okay, I only want to get a message if it's about trades. That's it. And boom, message comes through. Hey, I'm willing to trade Marshawn Lynch because he's about to sign with the Raiders. Boom, text right back. Hey, I'll give you this for him. Right. Hey, first come, first lose, sucker. <laughs> sucker. So you got to check out this app, and you got to download it at least to give it a try. All right? I mean, would I stare you wrong? Do I come out here and pimp products left and right? You're never pimping products, man. Well, I'm pimping Maisie for the next month. Just right. give you a heads up. M-A-Z-E-Y. Download it. Try it. Use it with your friends. Use it for fantasy football. And just use it. It's a phenomenal app. I've had it for over a week now, and I love it. Yeah. I mean, I really do. It's, it's fun. I've been messaging Matt back and forth. Just kind of pet. He, if he it's, doesn't answer, I know amazing. he's got to be muted. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. M-A-Z-E-Y. Download it today. Maisie. 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 It's a great app. It's a great way to communicate. Gives you instant access to your league mates. And again, it's like text, text messaging people without giving them your phone number. That's glorious, right? It is very glorious. I it, love it. Maisie, check yeah. out your app store anywhere you get your apps today. I'll, I'll throw a little tweet out there, too, with a link to it as well. Oh, nice. Because that's sweet. I told him, I was like, not only will I pimp it on the podcast, I'm going to tweet it out. That's how much I believe in this thing. That will be even easier for people to sign up. Then. Yeah, so Maisie, M-A-Z-E-Y, check it out. Pass it along to your league mates. Make sure they all get in there and use this. It's a phenomenal thing. So let's get into the show, shall we? Yes, sir. ADP by Lowe's. Now, what is ADP, some of you might ask? Well, get hip to the Dynasty lingo. One, ADP is on DynastyNerds.com. It stands for Average Draft Position. What we do is have at Fantasy Outlaw, Mr. Brian Grill himself. Uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter. It's f- at, at Fantasy Outlaw. If you can't spell that, well, then go back to third grade. <laughs> and... What he does is he conducts mock drafts for us, 20-round mock drafts. So he just basically could jump in there and you hold a mock draft like you're starting a whole new league, right, based on PPR. Which is a great way to get practice for any of your upcoming leagues. Like you and I have an upcoming league, right? Yes, we do. I've been practicing left and right. I just I wrote Brian last week. I was like, hey, when's the next mock draft opening? Mm-hmm. He's like, next week. I'm like, get me in and get me in in this five slot. Mm-hmm. That's the pick I have in, this, in the $500 league. Oh, look at you. Practice makes perfect. I have to practice. Look, I, I read the stuff and talk about it every day, but nothing really helps you until you actually jump in these mock drafts. It really I mean, does it, help it helps you because, listen, you could say, I like player A over player B until you're on the clock. And now all of a sudden you're taking player B. I was like, well, what happened? I thought you liked player A. Well, yeah, yeah, but this is my you, team now. Your true feelings come out when you're on the clock. It's, yeah, when it's, it's decided to grab right. people yep. on to your team, it changes everything. Even me, like, I look at my rankings, like, well, I have this guy ranked higher. It's just kind of like messing with a little bit because I don't really want to update my rankings until after this $500 draft because I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, you don't want to tip anybody off. Huh? <laughs> I don't want to give anybody the tip. If I give them the tip, I want to give them just a tip. Uh, oh, boy. So, yeah, so ADP is just a great resource uh, to where it helps you as a better dynasty player. It's like one of those tools that to me that is just, it's just worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. And we give it to you for free. Right on. So, again, what it does is it helps you show you where the average draft position is where people value your players in real time in the community. So you can sit here and say all day, Hey, player X is worth this amount. And you're like, well, dude, look in the last five mock drafts that are done on dynasty nerds, this guy's going here. Obviously he's not worth that much. Right. Or what we're going to do today is we can see where the community sees players and see where there's really good value and the time to jump in. It could be the opposite too, a time to sell high in a player. Look at this guy. 
He's valued at, he's going number 24 overall. Psh, I got to sell this guy. He's a turd, Ferg. I've had him for three years. These people are hip to this stuff. This is Kelvin Benjamin we're talking about. I got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> and you sell, and you sell high based on what the community thinks, and you can use it as a good tool. It's almost better than rankings because it shows you exactly what the community is thinking. Well, rankings are really just one person's opinion, whereas in the ADP, is it's the collective opinion, basically. Yeah, like if you go to DynastyOwners.com, you most likely want to click on my rankings because, you know, it's my opinion. Because Rich is the best. I'm pretty much the best. <laughs> uh, but, no, it's, it's a good, and obviously at my rankings, I need, I need to overhaul those bad boys. The problem is when you overhaul your rankings, it literally takes hours it really, to do. It, it is a project and our and our, right now our uh shane's been working on our rankings we have like a little glitch on there where it takes us a little bit longer to do our rankings but they're getting updated right now we're they're under maintenance mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. last saturday i sat down I was like that's it i'm doing it I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down for the long haul i'm mildly intoxicated everybody's sleeping in the house i'm about to slam out these rankings and i couldn't do it uh but the, our, our rankings do get updated every single week so it's a good source to check them out and good way good way to compare your rankings versus adp sure. right yeah hey look at rich and Corey and john all think that this guy is like the eighth best player, but right now he's going for 24. Well, that's pretty good value in my eyes. That's a full round lower. I'm going to make a trade for him. Surely. So let's talk about guys now that we feel are good values and guys that you might want to get into your league and start throwing some trade offers. If you had Maisie, you could shoot a little quick little text to somebody. You sure could, man. You te- send it right to that straight person. Hey, Matt, so you got uh, Sterling Shepard over there. Ooh. What, what are you thinking? Well, here's my offer. What do you think? Text back, drop dead. Okay, that's cool. Let's see where you stand. <laughs> I understand. I'll send understand. you a little emoji. Did you ever send emojis? Um, not to other dudes. I don't even send emojis to my wife. I'll send one to my wife if she, yeah. Not me. I'll put insert emoji here. The only emoji I would send to it, like I have sent to a dude, is a, uh, the, the poop emoji. That's a good one, I guess. Yeah, because right? that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's. There's nothing weird about that. Nothing, uh, poop's always funny, right? <laughs> right I mean, yeah. it's not. Even now, like when my like son, he's seven, even to this morning, like he was upstairs and he farted. I giggled. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I still have the humor of a ten-year-old boy. Me too. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, wait, why would you laugh at that? Oh, he farted. It's pretty funny, right? How can you not laugh at that? Yeah. Is the better question, woman. But then she's like, break but, it down. She's like, well, why is it funny? Tell me why it's funny. I'm like, I don't, I don't. His butt made a noise. Yeah. What do you mean? What's not funny? Your butt makes a noise. It smells bad. And it's you, your butt. And it's your butt. And it made a noise. Yeah. It's by itself. And it smells Sporadic bad. Like, it, it smells bad. You don't believe me? Smell I'm, it. I'm just going to keep going around in circles. This is, this is what makes it funny, man. And I will beat it into you. Do you not know people sing songs in farts? Yeah. I've heard somebody do the Star Wars theme strictly in farts. That is a talent, woman. Respect talent. We so should, let's get back. We should let's probably get back. get back to these guys. Yeah. So first guy of my list where we first break this mark at 58. That's where, like, the value starts to get in there. So now we're talking about right around late fourth round, fifth round of startups. Sure. We're looking at mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard right so, now. So, yeah, right now he's coming in at, at uh, 58, which is round four, pick 10. Yeah. In a startup draft. So almost the fifth round. Right. Mm-hmm. Second-year receiver going into his second year. He was wide receiver 36 this year. Sure. And – I could almost see, like, as we get a little bit closer to season, maybe his ADP drops a little bit just because of the Brandon Marshall news. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's probably why it's even, de- you know, depressed right now is due to the Brandon Marshall signing and everything like that. But I think he's still a great dynasty prospect, and I think he'll still produce even this year. Yeah, his big numbers came out, and he had eight touchdowns. Obviously, last year in his rookie debut, he had 65 receptions for 683 yards and eight touchdowns. Now, that eight touchdowns is probably... 
above average, but definitely for somebody in his position. Mm-hmm. Mostly played out of the slot. Only had one game over 100 yards. Uh, and he's just somebody that might regress a little bit in 2018 because of the Brandon Marshall trade. And maybe that's where the touchdowns would take a little bit of hit. But some of his touchdowns were pretty dynamic, too, playing on that slot. To me, he falls right in that category of a PPR receiver where he'll never be like a wide receiver one, but like a, he could be like a, high, a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. Mostly, I, th- I can see him falling somewhere close to that like late wide receiver two category for the amount of receptions he's going to play. And if I think anything, maybe Brandon Marshall is going to help him out a little bit more. Well, I mean, I, th- I think the, I could see where why you would value him that way in the next year or so. But Brandon Marshall, I mean, he's only got a couple of years left. That's At it. best. So, I mean... His long-term value, I think, is is higher than that. He's pretty much a saber-toothed tiger. Who is that? Brandon Marshall. Oh, because he's long in the tooth. Yeah, I got you. you. Got <laughs> I get there. Um, but, yeah, Sterling Shepard, I think, has a lot of good long-term value. Yeah, definitely in that offense with Ben McAdoo's fast, up-paced right. offense, or even the running backs there, like you look for a PPR running back. And, look, they're talking right now, they're looking at tight ends in this draft. So it could be a really dynamic offense we're talking about i mean you have to think of it this way i mean ben mcadoo came right from green bay brought that system to new york i mean it, it the system's shown that a, a wide receiver three can be valuable mm-hmm. to your dynasty team and definitely a guy like sterling Shepard, who's not playing on the outside not playing x he's playing in the slot who can see tons of little targets tons over the middle targets, too right and yep. that's where look i mean he was second in the team last year in targets i believe um, I don't have the exact numbers, but I thought when I was looking at some stuff on Sterling Shepard before, like he was like second on the team in targets, which obviously, you know, what would you expect? But he was a rookie last year too, so he's right, only going to get better. That's absolutely. And even if he experiences sophomore slump, maybe this guy be a value down the road. But I, right now at fifty eight, I feel comfortable buying him. Definitely trying to see if I can use a draft commodity this year in this deep draft, maybe like a late first round pick to a high second round pick if that can nab me a Sterling Shepard. That'd be fantastic. I have no problem giving up my late first this year and miss out on a guy like, you know, Kareem Hunt or Zay Jones along those categories. I mean, if you're telling me, can I have Samaj Perine or Juju Smith or Sterling Shepard? I'm easily yeah. taking that. Sign me up for Shepard. Yep. And you could see people who took Shepard about number six overall last year, anywhere from six to eight is where Sterling Shepard probably went last year in your league in a PPR mm-hmm. league. And then flip-flopping that for a later first. No, pro- I, have, I have no problem with that whatsoever. You get a guy who's another year developed in a good offense that you can kind of build around. Right on. I'm a Sterling Shepard fan. What do you think of that buying low on Sterling Shepard? Yeah, no, I think it's great, man. Um, I would, I would probably even venture a little bit higher in the. I mean, like six, seven around that that area to okay. get Sterling Shepard. I really do like him. His long term value. You like him over John Ross? Yeah. 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 I mean, just because I, I just because he's in the NFL, I've seen him do it. I know that he'll be able to train. It's not a transition anymore for this guy. He's done it. You've seen it. John Ross is is a projection right now. And you're a prove it guy. Yep, I am. Yeah. We'll be talking about that. And uh, the week before the dynasty or the NFL draft, we're going to do a dynasty. We're going to give you our top 24 rookies. Uh, I'll probably give you a top five at each position right Right, around there. Right around there. It's five or six. Probably go a little deeper on running back and receiver. And then uh, we're going to give you a little rookie strategy as well little NFL draft preview show. Cool. Let you know where we stand right before the draft. Right. Those are good notes to have, too, just because, hey, where these guys were before the draft, where they are after the draft. Right. And, um, uh, you know, sometimes um, 
sometimes it's just nice to know, like that's a nice little tiebreaker or something like that. To come draft day, hey, where did I have this guy before the draft? Because you know you do all this work before the draft, and then all of a sudden, you know, like he's a different player or something. Not, I mean, not really. His situation may have changed, but he's still the player that you were scouting. Like Dalvin Cook falls right in example. All of a sudden, guy, everybody loves him. He gets bumped ahead of Leonard Fournette, the number one overall rookie running back. Everybody loves him. Goes to the combine all of a sudden. Oh, I got him down to number four. Like, what, right. what are you talking about? Right. Do you not watch these years of tape and see this? <laughs> so we'll do that. And no, we were also talking before the show too about how, after we get through all the NFL draft stuff, we're going to sit down and do a show on dynasty strategy mm-hmm. for a dynasty podcast. I mean, we—that's the show we. I think we should do every single year in the summertime is dynasty strategy and how you we believe you should run your team yep everybody's have their own ways about doing it i mean you and i were talking strategy for my 500 startup draft and we were on two different like complete levels so we were look at you three-time champion hey buddy i mean whatever whatever next guy we have on the list is a guy on your list who i agree with at number 71 adp yes sir and of course you can follow along by getting on dynastynerds.com and just clicking on adp and boom, we'll be following us along. Yes, you can so follow say right on our list. 71 here, Isaiah Crowell. So, yeah, I mean, for a f- it's the end of the fifth round. It's 5'11". F- I uh-huh. think that's a that's a pretty decent spot for a guy that's, I mean, more likely than not, he's going to be locked in at that that one, number one running back in, in Cleveland next year. Barn, they don't draft somebody in the second round like a Joe Mixon or third. This is all Barn NFL draft. Obviously, right. this is where we're at today. Right, correct. Then his, then his value would plummet. But as of right now, I couldn't agree more. People don't probably don't remember, but before Joe Batonio got hurt last year, who was the left guard, Isaiah Crowell was a top three fantasy running back. And that was strictly on yards because he was not scoring touchdowns. Right. The guy was a beast. And he, I mean, he was catching balls, too. I know that Duke Johnson is obviously the guy that they're going to throw to more often, but it's not like the guy can't catch. Yeah. Agree. And look at Cleveland. They beasted up on the offensive line. They spent more money than... Pfft, Anybody on offensive line. Right. They, just signed, they signed Joe Batonio to a long-term extension. Made Kevin Zeitler the highest-paid guard in football and got a suitable center uh, over that turd Cam Irvin and J.C. Trotter. So Cleveland went from a terrible offensive line to top three offensive lines in the NFL on paper. And to be honest, I would expect them to address the right tackle position also through the draft. Through the draft. I mean, they have a guy that they drafted last year that they, that they like, but I wouldn't be surprised if they backed him up with another guy. Yeah, you never know. And this is a guy on a team. Obviously, their starting quarterbacks right now are either Cody Kessler or Brock Osweiler. So we all know they're going to have to run the ball a ton. Yes, sir. And look for Isaiah Crowell to be the benefit factor there. So you're getting a guy who could be a t- potentially top six fantasy running back in 2017. Yeah. And maybe they don't resign him. Maybe they do. But you're talking about a guy who could be a top five fantasy running back at the, what you say, at the end of the fifth round? Yep. End of the, uh, end of the fifth, 5.11. Yeah. So pretty much a six rounder almost. Yep. And that's just very good. I mean, guys are going to be taking guys so far ahead of them. Shows that you kind of wait down running back and take Isaiah Crowell as your first running back, boom, get a guy like him. And remember, when, when we make arguments about a guy who only, well, he's, when it comes to running back, he only has a year or two left. We're talking running back here, people. Hashtag two to three year windows. We had a running back code on here and it stated that there's only so many running back ones and only X amount was it 20% ever have more than one running back one year in their entire career in the right. history of the NFL. I mean, the facts are the facts. So if a guy has two years left at running back, I'm okay with that. Where, you know? What kind of what kind of draft pick in this year's draft are you giving up for Isaiah? Oh, I bet you could get. I bet for a high second you can get him. That's what I was thinking. A high second, I'd, I'd be totally okay. with I was that. thinking high to even mid second. You could probably entice somebody with a mid second round pick in this year's draft to get Isaiah Crowell. And remember, and these are these are the guys that we're 
we're talking about now, you should be throwing offers out there to see, like, and start low. Why not start low? Right. Hey, man. Um, I and remember always go cheap car sales tactics. Hey, man. Uh, I'm looking for another starting running back. Uh, I know you know Isaiah. You got Isaiah Corral. You know, would you take like a my second form if it's late? Yeah. Cool. All right. Or if not, what else do I got to throw in for that? Right. And when you build your team, so look at this, man. You can start off and take three stud receivers, still get a tight end there, right? Come away with a guy like Isaiah Corral. So and you still get a t- you get you get a running back one. Right. Everything pans out here. Exactly. If he pans out how you and I think he's going to pan out, which I I well, peg Isaiah Corral right about right now, right around running back with this offensive line the way I think it's going to work out. If he finishes the year healthy, I could easily see him being like running back six overall. Yeah, so that's right around where I could see him as well. Six, seven. That's phenomenal. Right. Because the top three guys are David Johnson, Zeke Elliott, and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, and then there's, yeah. I can see Shady McCoy finish ahead of him. You know, so there is some other, there's really talented running backs, but that's how good I think he could be. Definitely we can start scoring some touchdowns. Right, Devontae, DeMarco, like those guys will be probably ahead of him, but who, who after that, you know? Yeah. And you, I mean, you can't, you can't buy that stuff. Right. I mean, for that late. And if you can get a guy for a second, remember, again, we're talking about guys like Samaje Perrine. Maybe, you know, most likely a lot of people's league, Kareem Hunt, Deontay Foreman. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, if you get a guy, if you drafted a guy there in a the second, he finishes running back six, six overall, you'd be bragging left and right about this guy. True statement. If you had a guy that you took at 2-1, at 2-1, which is going to be like a guy like Deontay Foreman, somebody pretty damn good, right? And he finishes where Isaiah Crell is going to finish this year. Say he finishes his running back 11, right? Still running back one. You're going to feel so damn good about that pick. Hey, I got a running back one the second round. Chumps still came away with, you know, right. Dalvin Cook. Right. Heck, if Dalvin Cook finishes at running back 11, you're going to feel pretty good about it, right? Heck yeah. So we're talking about guys, Zay Corral, at this point, if you can get for a second round pick and he finishes that high, don't, don't, don't get don't, overvalued yeah. on those rookie picks. Exactly. We just had a, we had a good article just came out by one of our new writers. Uh, it says, don't, why you shouldn't draft rookies. Instead, trade those picks for players. And I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, too. Like, a lot of times people think they're always drafting these studs. They're going to be the, you know, the ex-AJ Greens, Julio Jones. We talked about it. There's only a handful of those guys, right. period. So Isaiah Correll, I totally agree with you. I think it's great value there late in the draft. Next guy we got on the list is Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard. Pick 81. 81 right now, which is it rings in at 6.09. Okay. Now this guy tore his ACL after week 11. Right. Gio Bernard. He still finishes running back 40, which is obviously not good, but he got towards ACL week 11. Right. Rex Burkhead, deuces. Cedric Perriman, adios, free agency. Who's that leave on the roster for the Bengals? Who we all here love to take a running back. Um, Yeah, they they got Jeremy Hill right now, which obviously they, I think they've soured on him. I think they know what he is. Well, he's a poop sandwich. I mean, his rookie year, he averaged 5.1 yards per uh, carry. He had nine touchdowns. At 1,124 yards. The last two years, under 1,000 yards. In 16, he averaged 3.6 yards. In 15, and 16, he averaged 3.8 yards. That's I mean, not, just that's not, not getting it done, man. And, right. and, which is even odd, because some weeks you'll see this guy average two yards per carry. Well, I, I agree mean, with you. I, I think, mean, I, I think if it wasn't for like the 500 yards that he rushed against the Browns last year, he would have been down there. Down probably closer to two. I mean, right. this is, yeah, this is a guy they just soured on, and it leaves Gio Bernard, who they just signed to a contract extension three-year contract extension prior to the year beginning. Right. So say they draft, you know, say Leonard Fournette's still on the board there and the Bengals take him, or they take a good running back in the second round. None of that affects Gio Bernard anyways. Does not. He's not a between-the-tackle runner anyways. He's a PPR running back 
with the number two receiver on there is Tyler Boyd as it is. So I like Gio Bernard. Even if he misses the first couple games, which if he misses a lot of preseason, he has to start the year a little slow, he might his value might even be better. But for a guy that's utilizing offense, who's a PPR running back, who's pretty damn good PPR running back when he's full healthy too, I think here at 81, I think it's just really good value. I agree, man. And what do you think? What do you think the value in rookie picks for Gio Bernard is? Late uh, second? Yeah, I think you can get him late second, man. That's, I think so too. That's that sounds about right. Yeah, I like Gio Bernard. I think he's really good value at 81. I think he fits in that offense. I think he'll be utilized. He knows the playbook pretty well. And for what he does, I mean, if they drafted a guy like Brandon Leonard Fournette. Yeah, give me Gio Bernard. Sure, Even better. Sure, you know, right. move the sticks, baby. Yep. Move the sticks. Wear, wear him down with the big man and and let Gio run wild. Got it. Moving on. Yes, sir. Guy on your list. Uh, Mr. Laquan Treadwell. At number 90. 90 overall, which is is like halfway through the seventh round, six point, 7.06. So we're talking about a guy that went as high as number three overall last year in a rookie draft. Sure. The guy that was usually he was wide receiver one on everybody's boards. He was wide receiver one on my board. Yes, mine right. too. Yeah. Falls right into the category of people saying, what have you done for late lately for me? Right. I mean, ninety. That's a pretty. That's a pretty steep drop, probably from his last year's ADP. I don't know. I don't have it off the top of my head right here. But yeah, last year, this time, his ADP had to be top five rounds, right? Easily. Definitely. Yeah. And now where's he at? Round nine. Yeah, nine or no seven. Oh, still late. Halfway, yeah, halfway through the seven. So here, here's a guy you're getting. You're getting super youthful, right? I saw a twi- actually. It's funny. I saw a tw- 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 uh, poll on Twitter today mm-hmm. and said, "What would you rather have? Pick one twelve in this year's draft or Laquan Treadwell." Over 60% of the people on that poll had selected pick 112. That made no sense to me. That makes no sense to me either. I would, I would still rather have Treadwell. I think, I mean, I still like what I saw. I didn't get to see anything in the, from the NFL, and I still like what I saw from the tape of his college. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to stick with that evaluation until I have something real to evaluate. I agree. I mean, who do, I mean, who else you got? You got Thielen. Right. And you got Diggs. Right. Well, I like them both. I do, right. Neither of those guys are first-round picks. Right. Right? They took this guy in the first round. you got to remember that, too. And sometimes people take time. they got to learn playbooks. It's hard. I mean, we'll talk about a guy here later. Same thing. He couldn't get in the field because he didn't, couldn't learn the playbook. Now, obviously, he's a quarterback, so it's harder for them to do. But it takes time to learn the playbooks. I mean, you go out there and you hear these things like John Doe, X-rated, John Holmes, put it in his butt. Left, right, two, five, five. It's like, what is this guy talking porn or is he talking football? <laughs> not every player is used to that kind of stuff. First of all, but, I'm not used. To, I don't even know where that came from. I mean, it's it, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of factors: speed of the game, the verbiage that they're using, just like the overall coaching staff. Do they like rookies? Yeah, the coaching staff. Um, there, there's so many factors that can go into a guy getting playing time or not getting playing time. That you know. When a guy doesn't get it, I mean, yeah, it raises some red flags, but maybe his college program was so different than the one he's coming into that there's like a huge adjustment period. And well, so, we'll know this year. Right, absolutely. And right now it's worth the gamble again. If you get Laquan Treadwell for a high second-round pick, you're getting a guy that was three overall last year. Right. You don't, you're not really losing much there. Not I what the upside can be. You're getting youth. You're getting a young receiver who's now one more year into the NFL. Right. And we'll know this year where he stands. I absolutely agree with that, okay. man. Next guy on the list is my guy on the list at 105 is John Brown, Mr. Wide Receiver 75 last year. So that is 8.09. And he went through some major like health concerns last year with the sickle cell. Yeah. He only missed one game, which was surprising because I felt like he missed more. 
But yeah, he 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 didn't play a lot. He was, he was limited. I was gonna say he was very limited though. He might have only missed one game, yeah. but he missed big portions of injuries in yeah. the sickle cell. And he recently came out and said, "Hey, we think we have this sickle cell figured out and under control, where it should not be an issue going forward." That they got rid of Michael Floyd, right? Right. Yeah. And another, this is his fourth year into the system. He's gonna be fully healthy. A guy who's over a year removed from having a thousand yards. I have always loved John Brown. I think he's ready for a rebound. And pick one hundred and five. I mean, that's really good value. That's. I mean, that's excellent value. If he is, in fact, healthy and over all that sickle cell stuff, that's great value. He's easily a wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. Easily, and that late you can get him for. I mean, we're starting to get into, now. We're starting to get, after getting outside the one hundreds and rankings and ADP, you're starting to get really cheap on value. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you could probably get John Brown probably in the third round for a third round pick in this year's draft. So I mean, that's high third to have somebody that's not yeah. there to love. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely throwing out there. So I, I'm trying to find like some players I don't like in my roster that still have a little bit of name value. Mm-hmm. Maybe put a couple of those together in a package and trying to get John Brown. Sure, you know, over a draft pick because it's I'd start with a third, and if a third wasn't good enough, like I'm not giving up a high second for John Brown. Right. But, which is weird because I do like him a lot. I feel like he's worth that. But at the same time, it's like, uh... He's a little bit of a risk, which is why he's down here, I think. But I think it's it's a good risk as long as he's got his health uh, stuff straightened yeah. out. Yeah, and he's youth. He's youthful, so he's a good roster there. He's in a Bruce Arians offense, but there's no reason to believe he's not going to be the number two receiver this year. They have David Johnson there. Look for him to take a big rebound year this year if he can stay healthy. I like John Brown at 105. I expect him... Hopefully to get right back to that thousand yard receiving category, which will put him as a high end or low end wide could be a potentially low end wide receiver too as of this year. Are there any concerns? Uh, do you have any concerns? I guess that um, Andre Ellington will eat into that at all since he has officially shifted to wide no. receiver. No, no. It's, I think I think it's just a player they like, and they knew he wasn't going to finish. You know, now that David Johnson has shown he can catch the football, right? He's pretty much obsolete. They don't need him. I agree. So, I, I was just I was just checking with you. I agree. Yeah, I, it's just, if anything that hurts Andre Ellington a little bit. I think Andre, being a I think Andre Ellington is is worthless basically. Pretty much, I agree. I could tend to that. I mean, fantasy wise, I concur. Yep. Um. So, John Brown, you like that? Do you think that's good value at there? One hundred five. Um. Yeah. As, as long as he's healthy, yes. Worth the risk, though, right? Yeah, worth the risk. Yeah. Because the, the reward the the risk is so low. Like when all these players now, it's like, what do you have to give up to get these guys? The risk is so low. I agree. Jump on Maisie, text your people. Have okay. your people text my people. I'll text. I'll have my people text right. my people and they're going to text you. Another guy from your list is next guy. Okay. Paul Perkins. Oh, Paul Perkins. Yeah. I mean. At 118. At 118, which is almost all the way through the ninth round, 9.10. Uh, so 910. Um, just, I think worth totally worth a shot for a guy that can potentially be a starting running back. Concur. And I, I mean, I think I, I really liked what I saw from the guy come the end of the year, and I think the so did the Giants. To be We've honest. talked about Paul Perkins yeah. multiple times so far this off season. Right. I mean, he's starting to turn into a little dynasty nerd's darling here because I mean, this is probably the fourth show this off season where we've talked about him and how mm. much we do like him. Puts us a lot of intrigue. We mentioned him like he falls like in the category of like the Giants, even the Giants draft a guy. Like this is the kind of category where we like, okay, if Samaj Pirine goes here, then okay, you know, it's a little better value and it helps Paul Perkins. I don't get worried about that. Right. So I think it's I think it's great value too. Again, the the reward is so much worth the risk here. At one eighteen, you're again, you're what a third round category. Absolutely, man. 
that that's no there's nobody in the third round that I'd rather have than Paul Perkins. I agree. Like if you took Paul Perkins in this draft, I'd take him in the second round. I would definitely take him in the high, probably yeah. High second round. High second round. So yeah. Yeah. That's me too. Gr- that's great value uh so for, you, for if, the ADP right now. Even if you're at the back end of the second and you kinda need a running back, there's no I can't I cannot imagine a scenario unless you listen to this podcast and agree with us on it, that you can't get Paul Perkins for a late second. If you go to anybody and say, Hey man, I'll give you a seventeen second for Paul Perkins, what do you think? They're gonna be like, Oh, hold on, let me let me tuck this away real quick because that's how excited I am. So I mean, just I mean, just as a indicator here, I mean, guys that are rookies in this year's draft that are right near him are Surat, are uh, Samaj Perine, Kareem Hunt, Chris Goodwin, um, Carlos Henderson, Deontay Foreman is like right below him. I mean, I would rather have Paul Perkins than almost all those guys. Yeah, Kareem. I like Kareem Hunt. I mean, I like Kareem Hunt, but I, I mean, I would rather have Paul Bergen because I, I've I've seen him in the NFL. Yeah, and you can see on ADP too, which is nice about the Dynasty Nerds ADP is when you look here, all the rookies are labeled rookies, so you can see right where they fall into. And he falls right ahead of Deontay Foreman, right ahead of Carlos Henderson, and then right behind Kareem Hunt and Chris Godwin. Right. So did I say Goodwin again? I keep saying you say Goodwin, Goodwin. Yeah. Good lord. So it's pretty good value. I mean, that's where he is i mean he's behind guys like i'm seeing like will fuller good luck with that yeah no kidding even like thomas Rawls. i mean we're big thomas rawls fans but his value is just plummeted oh yeah well yeah with the signing of lacy obviously mm-hmm. so yeah i like that paul perkins jump on it jump on it now i have a guy here at 20 126 i want to see what you think about him uh-huh. kenny Britt. Ooh. um now this guy finished last year on the rams with jared goff no running game on a terrible team is wide receiver 28 overall last year. It's a high-end wide receiver three. He had over 1,000 yards receiving, uh, not a lot of touchdowns. Going to another team. I don't think that whole team scored a lot of touchdowns, though. No, so he's taking the place of Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor scored 1,000 yards last year, so now they need somebody else to score 1,000 yards. Kenny Britt just signed a four-year contract, two years pretty much guaranteed. So you're talking about a guy that's the number one on a, fantasy, on a football team that is in a good spot to potentially catch around 900 to 1,000 yards again, which would put him at that low-end to high-end wide receiver three category. Right. So we're talking about ADP of 126. That's, like, no value whatsoever. I think you can get Kenny Britt probably for, like, a fourth-round pick, honestly, like, for, like, almost nothing. And you're talking about a wide receiver three. Cause just because Kenny Britt, he's been in the league for so long, that I think he's, his value obviously peaked, like, what, five years ago? When he was no good. I mean, and, and now, it, now it's, I mean, it's somewhat recovered, but I think people still have that taste in their mouth of Kenny Britt. Like, yeah. Of, of just, like, the bad Kenny Britt. And hey, the even ADP if he shows had, where it is. Right, and he, and he bounced back a little bit. So I mean, look at guys. That, I mean, you're taking, a, you're taking a proven wide receiver three, right, who just got paid wire, to be the wide receiver one on a team. Right. That has a way better offensive line that still needs a thousand yard receiver. And again, even if it's 900, I'm okay with that. Who's behind guys like Will Fuller, Thomas Rawls, Duke Johnson. I'm just looking at names here. Malcolm Mitchell, Laquan Treadwell, Ty Montgomery, I'm like, Brashad Perriman. Like Brashad Perriman going 85 over Kenny Britt, Kenny Britt, 126. Right. I mean, what I- has Brashad Perriman done? I mean, granted, you're drafting him on upside alone. That's all that is. is upside, I mean, yeah. but come on, we've all seen the Predator. We know how this movie ends. <laughs> all right, and the little buns and be some the little chopper. slashes. Mm. Do it now. 
Good so no. I just don't I don't get that. I mean, I get it because it's Kenny Britt. I do. But when I see that and I go through the list, I'm saying, hey, that's pretty good value for where he is. No, it, it's good. it is good value, and it's because everyone's soured on him. Like I said, you, I, th- I think you too, get it. So I think like it doesn't get, help. It's right. not like Kenny Britt went to the Packers. He went to the Browns. So it's like, oh, yeah, it ain't getting any better. Dude, it can't get any freaking worse from right. the Rams, right? <laughs> and he, I, I agree, Kenny Britt at that price is is a deal. And I don't like any tweets saying, "Well, you guys got two Browns on your buy low list with Corell and uh, Britt." It has nothing to do with homerism. It just when a lot of teams when they're on bad when they're on really bad teams that carries over to people's value and impersonation of them. So you guys can tweet whatever you want. Yeah, I'll just ignore them. It's a it's a free country. Next guy on the list. Uh, Jack Doyle at 176. You skipped a guy. Which guy did I just get? My guy, Alan Hearns. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it, I, I'll be real quick about Alan Hearns because I'll put here's the best case I can make about Alan Hearns, right? He was hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Marquise Lee finally stepped a, up a little bit, right? And now people in the dice community are a little bit on that Marquise Lee bandwagon, right? Ooh, cash in on that. Alan Hearns, before the year started, he signed a four-year contract. Mm-hmm. They like Alan Hearns. Oh, yeah. Everybody liked Alan Hearns before he got hurt. The whole team, even Alan, Ro- look at, even Alan Robinson. I will say this, too. I think DeAndre Hopkins and Alan Robinson are good buy lows, too, for ADP. Not that they're cheap or they're not going to cost you a ton of money, but right now their value is at an all-time low. So buy that. But the whole team in Jacksonville took a poop sandwich to the fence. It was, the a, face. It was a big-time poop sandwich to the face last year. Alan Hearns also the benefit of that. So if he could rebound and have another good year, if Alan Hearns get to that wide receiver three category, it might be good value. And again, here we are at one sixty five. It's pretty good. Uh, that is that's that's decent value. That's all I gotta say about Alan Hearns. Okay. I just think I think it falls right into the category of what have you done for me lately? And now everybody's like, well, Marquise Lee's the number two. I'd still take Alan Hearns over Marquise Lee. All right. Well, I think we kind of already let the cat out of the bag for the for the next wait, wait, person. Who's the next guy? I have no uh, idea. I think it's Jack Doyle at one seventy six. Yeah, I completely bypassed him going through ADP until you brought his name to my attention. I'm like, wow, that is really good value. Well, I mean, obviously, um, right now he's sitting in the driver's seat for for the starting tight end position. Well, there what gives you that idea? The fact that trade away uh, Dwayne Allen and signed him to a big extension. Yeah, that would be the exact tip off. It is what he's got Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hill and Dante Moncrief there. Uh, those are also good points. See how I didn't mention Philip Dorsett? Uh, yes, I did see that. So 176 is like the 14th round, eighth pick. I mean, that I is. I can't even see that far. Get out your binoculars. Probably need a NASA telescope. Exactly. Well, we're not that far yet. I think right. binoculars are going to done it. Uh, 176. Mm-hmm. A guy could be a mid, mid to late tight end one. Absolutely, man. I mean, this is a big time opportunity for him. I mean, they've been. There's been some talk of of Eric's uh, what is it Eric Swoop Swoop how do you say that guy's name Swoop Swoop I don't know Thank you the other tight end there We're gonna tweet about it. I know Don't listen to these guys I can't even pronounce the name <laughs> I right. can I can barely talk right now My voice is like dying right now as we as we speak. I mean last year Jack Doyle was wide, tight end 13 in PPR league so he's right outside tight end ones but he didn't come out until late in the season as it was Right and that was he was sharing time and stuff like that So I mean Jack Doyle I think has nowhere to go but up here and I think he's gonna be a Big time value. Um, if you if you can acquire him now, he's going to be big time value for and you. I, and I think now is the perfect time to get him. Like I said, his, his ADP is showing he's at one seventy six, which means nobody cares about him, right? Right. He already signed an extension a long a while ago, so that's kind of settled. And everybody's thinking draft, and it's just Jack Doyle. I mean, his name's born. Right. Right. 
Mm-hmm. It's not even O'Doyle, so it doesn't even rule. Right. So yeah, I like the Jack Doyle pick. I think he's really good value there. For a guy that could be a low-end tight end one, even if you're getting him for his value right now as your backup tight end, that's phenomenal. Well, I mean, I think he's a sneaky little backup, man, that could end up surpassing who i mean unless you have somebody like ungodly there like, you're tight end one yeah. he might end up surpassing that person to become a guy that's in your lineup all the time i agree and i can see this guy's name all over like the reason you want to do it now is i can see this guy in like early august when he's like redraft publications come out when you get sleeper list right i mean his name just is written all like i can see it now absolutely i mean i do i write for like uh football diehards i do some of their rankings tonight in their magazines and uh I look at like some of the sleeper lists, and I can just see his name there right now, Jack Doyle, and pretty much saying, hey, this guy's signing a contract extension, came out long, strong at the end of the year, deserved that contract extension, got rid of Dwayne Allen, so there's no longer those like two tight ends that you got to worry about. You got Andrew Luck there. The running game still, we have no idea what they're doing there behind the running game. This is a guy that could be utilized and utilized in the red zone, could finish his year anywhere from a mid to low end tight end one, which again is great value. I mean, he finishes his tight end six at Zach Ertz. Everybody loves Zach Ertz right now. Right. I, I mean, th- I mean that guy might there. be my my probably my favorite uh, buy low right now that we've we've mentioned. Well, the lower you get, the better the value. Absolutely. And I think right now, I think I would agree. Like of all the names we mentioned, I like Paul Perkins a lot at one eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you're right. I think for the best bang for your buck right now is definitely Jack Doyle. Right. For what you're getting up, because again, what are you getting for Jack Doyle? Uh, nothing, nothing, man. Yeah. Third, fourth round pick. I mean, you know, late third. And remember, early tight ends take three years to develop anyway. So if you're thinking, if you're thinking is deep tight end class, which it is, right, and you can get Jack Doyle with a third round pick, I have no problem getting with a third round pick for Jack Doyle. And then, I mean, you can even sell it like that. Like, hey, man, like this is a great tight end. You're going to be able to replace this yeah. guy pretty easily with it. You know, I mean, look at Jordan Leggett. The guy just won a national championship. He's for sure going to be better than. Jack Doyle. Look at Bucky Hodges. This guy makes acrobatic catches left and right. Might be one of the best catchers in all the tight end groups. Bucky Hodges sitting here for you in the third round. Right. Listen, I'm in a win now mode, man. I don't got t- I don't got three years to make way for him to develop. Right. I'll give you my third. That way, it gives you two third round picks. You could take Bucky Hodges and Jordan Leggett, double up on it. Double one of, up. One of them's guaranteed to be a Hall of Famer, and I'll take Jack Doyle off your hands. I know, I know. That's a nerds would say. I mean, a poop sandwich. But listen. <laughs> I've got extra mayo in the back. I'm going to saucify this bad boy up. Lay it on me. Great. How do you say no to that? I mean, you can't. I, I almost just accepted that trade right now. I almost just traded myself, Jack Doyle. Right. I don't even own him. Yeah, me neither. Wow. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Guy right behind him, 178, Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Now, obviously, Rex Burkhead's a pretty hot name in the, in the community right now. He's the highest paid running back on the, uh, on the Patriots roster. I know. I'm kind of surprised um, that his value is that low right now. I'm, I'm, you think it'd be peaked? I would imagine that it's it's going to keep rising and rising kind of slowly. If it, I, I, I would have thought it would have shot up, but I guess it's maybe on a slow burn here. Here we are at 178, pretty much free. Yep. Uh, for a guy that could be the number one running back on the Patriots who can catch a lot of balls, I know there's James White. I know there's Deion uh, Lewis. And, well, guess what? Now there's Rex, Burks, Rex Burkhead. Who can catch the football? Who can run the football? Who the Patriots made their highest paid running back? Again, this is a team that does things very smart. Right. It's a smart organization. Bill Belichick obviously wanted Rex Burkhead. He's like, yeah, pay him more than those guys. Why don't I? Because he's better than those guys. You don't think if not, he thought Deion Lewis was that guy to fill that role? He's going to be like, no, we got Deion Lewis. We don't need to pay him this money. We can spend this money elsewhere. Right? right. I don't think so. I uh, think Rex Burkhead's going to be utilized. Even if they bring LeGarrette Blunt back, I'm still not worried about that either. 
Even they draft a running back. I'm not worried about that either. Again, right now, you're not you're not trading for we're not saying trade for Rex Burkhead to be your number one. Right now, the value is there for the point potential that you can get, even if it's just twenty seventeen alone, you gotta go out there and trade for Rex Burkhead. There you go. And you gotta make it so you're not coming off desperate. Uh, yeah, I mean I like I like Rex. I think I think he's a little bit of a mystery, and I think maybe that's why his ADP Ooh, is low. Because people aren't sure exactly what they're gonna be buying. Who doesn't um, love a good mystery? I know. Because Bill Belichick is a mystery. You know, like why what is the role that this guy is envisioning for Rex Burkhead? I have no real idea of that. It was Rex Burkhead in the library with mm, a candlestick. Boy. Mystery. Clue, clue, clue. Yeah, I, I think I agree. He is kind of a hey, what's out there? And you read all these reports about saying, like, as he was coming out, like this guy was the best player, like best running back on the team. He was right. utilized, a lot of people like him. Let's see how he favors in New England. A lot of mouths to feed out there. A lot of mouths to feed. Brandon so. Cooks, Chris Hogan. So Mike I think the Mitchell, uncertain. I think Dylan the un- Edelman. Okay. Rex Burkhead. Jeez, oh man. Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, my gosh. Dwayne Allen. Oh, man. That's a lot of mouths to feed. That is a lot. So I think the uncertainty is probably what's, what's lowering his value. But, hey, man, if you want to go for him, go for him. He's got great value right now. It's, it's, he's easy to get. We'll put it that way. Okay. Next guy on the list. Now we're entering the 200s. Now we're talking free 99, right? Free 99. I mean, now we're talking like, hey, man, I'm hungry. If you buy me this meal, I will give you this guy. First guy on the list here at 203 is Eli Rogers. Okay. Hey, man, I love Chick-fil-A. So I'll buy you (laughs) Chick-fil-A if you give me Eli Rogers. Throw in the cheese sauce for those waffle fries. And you've got yourself Eli Rogers. You upgrade me to a milkshake, and you got me. <laughs> oh, my. You might have to throw me your six-round rookie mm. pick for the milkshake. Okay. I'd have traded my six. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice thought, though. Um, Eli Rogers was wide receiver 62 last year. And, again, it's really devalued, which is kind of confusing because they don't really have a good tight end there. They have Jesse James, who's just as average. They have Martavis Bryant coming back, who's phenomenal. They got Antonio Brown. He's not bad. He's okay. He's all right. He's, yeah. a, he's a jag, but whatever. Right. Um, and here's Eli Rogers, who came on strong the last. I mean, he was consistent all year. I think like week four, week five, he had his only over 100 yard game. He had a good point. But his last three games of the year, Big Ben started to really feel him. And the guy had double digit points in the last three games, all of them. And Eli Rogers, I mean, Big Ben started to have a good rapport with him. And this is a guy who's always played the slot last year. He's going to come back in and play the same role. The guy's going to be, he's locked in as a slot receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I'm, this is a guy I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him being here, to be honest. This low? I, I for just, a spot starter you could possibly get with maybe some more upside? I would, I, I don't know. Eli Rogers to me doesn't really, he doesn't excite me. I know he's in a great offense. I know, blah, 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 blah. I just don't think he's, I don't think he's a special player. I, I don't think, think. I don't think. Well, obviously, no player in the two hundred is going to be special. I don't. And I, I, we're to the point now. It's like I'm not saying buy him because he's special, but for some of that, you could possibly spot start for his last three games. I got double digit points, and say something happens, Martavis again, and something puts him into a position where he could be that number two receiver again that you could put in again. We're not even talking about your wide receiver four here. We're talking about your wide receiver six right around there. To to me, I'm not really. I'm. You'd rather just gamble somewhere else. I'm not. I'm not willing to give up anything, anything. for Eli Rogers. Two, I can. I can pick up an Eli Rogers off the waiver wire. Okay, 
I feel like. All right. Like every year there's a guy that's kind of like Eli May, uh, Eli Rogers and just kind of comes out of nowhere yeah. and you can spot start. Fair him. enough. I'm like I'm not I'm not like going to go out of my way to to get him. But I mean again at 2 3, I mean you're talking like the last pick of your rookie draft. It's like it's like okay. I mean you draft a kicker there every year. Right. And I'd rather have a kicker. Okay. That I, right. that I could take up and down on my my taxi squad and give me some roster flexibility then well that's always a great point Um, so i mean it's i don't know it's you hate him i I just don't like him i don't like him as a player so i wouldn't like him anywhere oh no i went to the wrong place he's 209 there okay he's 203 he's 203 for us right all right next guy on the list okay i i hear you i would i would buy him for nothing okay that's just me all right uh next guy on the list here we have paxton lynch at 214 or 211. 211. Yep. You might be thinking, Rich, Paxton Lynch, why buy low on Paxton Lynch? Well, here's why. I mentioned earlier in the podcast, in all the preseason games and training last week, last year, people were saying that Paxton Lynch looked better than Trevor Simeon in practice. The problem with Paxton Lynch is he couldn't pick up that West Coast lingo. Yeah, none of the and, terminology was like natural. And it's him. hard. Like, West right. Coast offense is really hard to learn. Well, not, I mean, not to mention, I think he was exclusively in shotgun also coming out of Memphis. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, all that. I mean, it's a combination of, of all the terminology, learning all the, the proper depths on drops and the speed on your drops and when you're releasing the ball and all sorts of. I mean, there's a lot that goes into becoming a quarterback. In the and NFL. people don't realize, well, a lot of these, like, all these quarterbacks come out this year, every one of them, people say they got to sit for a year. Right. So, all of a sudden, this guy's got to sit for a year. He's a first-round pick. They traded up for him right. in the first round, actually. First round pick they traded up for. He sat a year, which is good. I mean, that's actually a good thing for a quarterback. He, yeah, he was forced into action a couple times there. And right now, just simply where he is at 211, he's almost free. And say you kind of need that third receiver. Say you have, like, Drew Brees and, like, Alex Smith and then, sure. like, almost nobody. So, mm-hmm. like, okay, Drew Brees is pretty old. Alex Smith is old, and he's not that great. And maybe a couple of these quarterbacks pass by. You can get Paxton Lynch for nothing. I don't know. I don't know if Paxton Lynch is gonna be good or not. I know he's a first round pick. I know he's on a really good team and a good organization, and he had time to sit. And honestly, the players that sit longer at quarterback are the ones I like more because they have a higher success rate. You'll see the quarterbacks that sit longer have a higher success rate. Remember Aaron Rodgers? Remember how long that guy sat? Oh yeah. He turned out pretty swell, didn't he? He turned out. He, yeah, he sat for like three or four years. Three right? years he sat yeah. behind Brett Favre. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo sitting behind Kenny. Uh, on Tom Brady. Honestly, if you need a quarterback, Tom, Jimmy Garoppolo might be a good buy low right now because he's going to be starting soon somewhere. Right. And people are talking about him like he's the next Tom Brady. So, again, Paxton Lynch, if you need a quarterback, I'd entertain trying to get him just because he's free. Yeah, he's free, and he, he could possibly win that job and just be a starting quarterback this year. With good weapons in right. Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. Right. Manuel Sanders. I was going to say, Demarius Thomas isn't the only one you're forgetting. I'm sorry. Well, don't forget Emmanuel. All right. Moving on. All right. 229. 227. 227. Is Braxton Miller. I just like him. I think he's a good athlete. He's still, he was on a terrible situation last year. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, would, I would much rather have him than Eli Rogers at 203. I would be willing to give up something for Well, I'm for going here in numerical Miller. order. I know. I'm just saying, like, you had Eli Rogers. I would rather have a guy that we have much lower, Braxton Miller, for even less, like even cheaper. Well, I agree with that statement. Yeah, all yeah. Right, yeah. Sorry, Dad, right. for yelling at me. Yelling yeah, at me. I agree. If you said, "Hey, who would rather have, Braxton Miller or Eli Rogers?" I'd say, "Give me Braxton Miller on upside." Yeah. At two twenty-seven, he's free. 
I mean, it's 18. That's the 18th round, 11th pick, so nearly the 19th round there in a startup draft. Listen, somebody's going to have to emerge here eventually at the number two wide receiver in Houston. And right now it's between uh, Braxton Miller, Will Fuller, and there's the other guy. I can't remember his name. Who I liked uh, Jalen Strong. Jalen Strong. Yeah. Right, Arizona State. Mm-hmm. I like Jalen Strong, too. Somebody's got to merge. Right. The most athletic out of all those guys. By far is Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller. Yeah. Is Wolf Fuller fast? Yeah, but the guy can't catch footballs. Right. That ain't no good. So Braxton Miller, I mean. He got hurt last year. And and it was really his first full year being a wide receiver. Correct. Period. So, I mean, this is a big offseason. point. Yeah, this is a big, I mean, this is a big offseason for him. And um, I would expect to see a big jump going in, going, coming into this year from Braxton Miller just from a, just a knowledge standpoint of, of the wide receiver position and kind of the little intricacies that he probably was just winging and, and just kind of going off of his superior athleticism. I agree. So hopefully he'll be able to make a little jump here. Just we're seeing down that low, his name stuck out. I'm like, too. I, I would draft Braxton Miller higher sure. than this. Sure. Like and, and I mean, I think the, I mean, the last three guys we can probably power through a little bit here. You want to say exclamation point remind me of a really funny joke that one of our good friends, Matt McClucky, said. Um, when Twitter started blowing up and he had a, the hashtag symbol, and he was, he was like, I never knew there was a hashtag. I always thought it was a pound symbol. And he tweeted tweet out, I was like, I really like some, he used a, a hashtag symbol, hash browns, and then a quarter pounder from McDonald's. I literally thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was right. so witty. Oh, he's a witty dude. Um, moving on. All right, moving on. Hash, let's, okay, let's blow through this real quick. Kyle Husecheck. Right. For 245, which is like the 20th round. He just made him the highest paid fullback in football. They paid him, I think at running back, he finishes at like number six overall high paid running back. Some right. of those, some of the ridiculous numbers. Carlos Hyde always gets hurt. They're Carlos Hyde, they, they literally came out and said that they may be done with that guy. They have no quarterbacks on the right. roster besides Brian Hoyer. They're going to run the ball a ton. Kyle Hughescheck, he might end up as like running back, like a running back three, you know, around there. But even that for free is not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Listen, your running backs are going to get hurt. You're going to need somebody in the bye weeks. Surely. And our last guy in the list. Now, our ADP was 270. I was like, how is this 270? So I went over to our friends, our good friends at DynastyLeagueFootball.com, DLF. Uh-huh. I checked their ADP out. He's 221, so it wasn't too much higher. Right. So let's, let's go with their ADP of 221. Okay. Right? Let's go with the big brother and see what they got to say. 221, Terrence West. T. West, huh? Now, is Terrence West good? No. no he's not. He finished his running back 23 last year. That's okay. running back two. Ken Dixon suspended the first four games. I know they brought in Daniel Woodhead, right. who I love. Yeah, he is. He's still a PPR running back. He's not a between-the-tackles running back. On a team that likes to throw deep. Right now, their number one running back, let's see what they're doing in the draft, but as of right now, if nothing changes, their number one running back is Terrence West. Yeah. I mean, I don't, he doesn't excite me, man. I don't no, know. He doesn't excite me either. Bet 221 for free, who's a running back 23 last year, which means you could start him every single week if you had to. For free, you're taking Terrence West. I want to hear no ums about it. You're taking Terrence West for free. If he's, if he's the Ravens' number one running back, I don't care what running back you are, if you're the number one running back and you're rushing the ball, you have value. No, somebody tried to literally trade me Terrence West last year, and I did for not. For what? Basically nothing. And you said no? And I said no. You're off the podcast. You're fired. I don't like him. I'm not gonna. I don't really like him either. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste a roster space on a guy that I don't think is gonna be able to produce. They I'm, could potentially start. He was running back twenty three ne- last I'm year. I'm never gonna put him in my starting lineup. Terrence West. You never know what you're gonna get from that guy. 
So he's a box of chocolates. Exactly. Yeah. For the first four games, I'm not buying anything right. For Every four games. win matters, man. I'm not Matt. buying anything for four games, man. Every win matters. I'm not buying anything. Buying. For- we need to give up for ADP of two seventy. We need to give up. I'm now not- we're we're literally talking extra cheese with my fries now. I will. Now we're talking. I may entertain the, picking him up off of waivers if he's there. I might. You might pick him off waivers, but I probably wouldn't. All right. So disregard Matt's statement. <laughs> Terrence West is a bum. Man. I would give up. What would I give up for Terrence West? Calvin Johnson for uh, <laughs> Terrence West. <laughs> I would give. I would not give up Beast Mode. Beast Mode's a good buy low at two thirty eight, right? That's a guy that I wanted to mention before we get out of here. Two thirty eight, man. I mean, that's most likely he's on your waiver wire at this point. Uh, but not, it, not but my league's not. I know. I know. If he's on your waiver wire, you did. You're you're playing dynasty. Right? You should have picked him up. Yeah. Um. But it, hey, I mean, shoot, shoot the guy a trade, man. See I'm not giving up anything yeah. higher than a third. I wouldn't give up a third. Somebody offered me Marshawn Lynch in one of our leagues, yeah. our listeners' league, for a three-three. I was like, I don't know, I'm not doing that. Right. Which I love Lynch if he comes back, but he can't, his last year was pretty bad. But he's gonna go to the Raiders. Listen, I would bet if you gave me a million dollars right now, you said you have to pay this money. You have to bet it. And either Marshawn playing for the Raiders next year or not playing for the Raiders next year. I would take that million dollars. I'd put it on him playing for the Raiders next year. I would also do that. And I'd have $2 million. <laughs> or just if it was for anything, I'd, I'd bet he plays next year. Again, a good running back on a really good team. Yep, I agree. ADP man. that low. I'd give up, what do you think, like a fifth rounder is worth the gamble as of right now? And the fact that he comes back? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What would, you give up, what would you give up? What would you give for him if like, he signed today? Like, okay, so Marshawn Lynch signs today, right? He's he's a Raiders number one running back. They give him uh, a two year contract. First year is fully guaranteed. Second year is not guaranteed. I, mean, I think you're looking at late second, late early, second, early third. early third. Yeah. So if you're a contender, but yeah. you have to be a contender. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Fair value. All right. Well, that's it. ADP buy low. Jump yes, on sir. it. Um. Now let's give away three more spots to the Ooh. Superflex League. Now congratulations to Kyle Roberts. Congratulations to Adam Fairbairn. Mm-hmm. Blair Terrell, T E R R E L L, never got to me. Never got to you. Yeah, and you got to get with me by the time of the draft, or I'm going to pick a different name. Uh oh. Just, just to give you a heads up. Hopefully, he's listening to the podcast this week. I'll look up his email this week and I'll email him. Yeah, email time. for sure. Um, But congratulations to three. So we have three more winners. And again, next week, we're giving away the last three, four spots. Mm, that'll be it then, huh? Yeah. And the last person we pick has got a free entry. Nice. To the league. And that's it. Because guess what? We were started in the Superflex League draft the day after the NFL draft. Holy Toledo. We're jumping right into that bad boy. Oh, man. It's going to take over a month to draft. 30 rounds. Good point. All, all over email, trades. Yeah. All over That's email. It's going to take a so, long time. All right. So get, here, get on your, your tippy toes. Take off your socks. I'm about to knock them off. <laughs> all right. Here are the winners. Ready? Edge your seat. The fourth entry into the Superflex League is Michael. Rogers. Rogers. Welcome to the league, friend. Nice, easy name. Anyway. Next person in the league, Joel Sturgis. Sturgis. S-T-U-R-G-E-S. Nice. Joel Sturgis. Welcome aboard, Joel. Welcome to the league. Yes. And the last spot we're giving away, and I will say this, it's funny. Out of all the numbers we picked up, this was the number one guy on the list. The ADP, uh, the, the random number calculator came up with the number one. Yes, sir. Out of all these damn numbers. Out of all of them. And it goes to our friend, Justin 
and I tried to pronounce the guy's name before and I got it wrong, I think. Tiwis. Tiwis. Spell that, please. T-E-I-W-E-S. All right. There it is. I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm calling him JT. JT it is. JT, Justin Tiwis? I'm sorry, man. You do. You're 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 definitely. I'm very bad at pronunciation. Yeah. I'm bad at talking. I have a lisp. My mouth over saliva, whatever it calls it a lot of times. Yeah, what can I do? I'm not a talker. That's right. Why do I even host a podcast? I have no idea. How man. do people listen to what I got to say? I don't know, man. Um, so Justin, Joel, Michael, you are in the Superflex League if you want it. Remember, if you want to, I want to go through the list of NFL 10 winners again real quick, too, in case you won last week. You missed last week's episode. Hit it me up. I got to get your emails, too. Dan Abrey, Michael Thomas, Brandon Shopper, Shane Hallengren, Michael Betts, Matt Murray, Sean Bosley, Jeff Tompkins, Adam Fairbairn, Richard Crane, Tom Gochnun, G-O-C-H-N-U-N, and Tim Bremersh. I think a quarter of you guys hit me up. Remember, if you want that free MFL 10, got to hit me up. Hit him up, man. I'm not sending all, I'm sending all your emails in the same time. I don't want to confuse MFL 10. So congratulations to those winners of 10. Uh, the, for last week, remember at the beginning of next month, we're giving away twelve more MFL tents. Nice. And I have somebody else lined up that want to give. A, they want to do a giveaway with us. Sweet man. Somebody that owns an uh, they own an underwear performance. Oh, cool thing. So they do like uh those tights, like performance. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome site. I'm gonna give a free plug right now. Ammo Athletics. Ammo Athletics. Yeah, man. Chase Allura is the owner. Uh, he's actually my cousin. So oh, cool. I'll throw it out there. But he yeah. he reached out to me. Super awesome guy owns this awesome athletic wear company. He's like, hey, I'll I'll give a, some stuff away on your podcast if you want me to. So I just pimp it out. I'm like, you got to pimp your stuff for free. You're my cousin, you know. Sure. But if you want to give stuff away, that's even better. For that's even better. Yeah. The um, listeners get a little something, a little yeah. freebie. And he's talking about giving something away like every week. All you got to do is sign up on his email list. Cool. For like that month, like yeah. give away four pairs of like underperforming. You get underwear or like those. I don't know. I'm not athletic, so but you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Those the, tights. Right. What are they Compression. Like, Compression, yeah. yeah. Compression, yes. Compression leggings and yes. stuff like that. Yep. That's what he has. He owns a company. It's called Ammo Athletics. Check him out. Uh, I, but am, also, I am athletic. <laughs> not me. I work, if you looked at me, I'm the most tricky per- Like, you look at me, I'm like, wow, he's, he's in shape. I bet he's athletic. You know, like, he works out. Like, I bet he's in shape. He's pretty an athletic person. Not even a contrast. <laughs> For comparison's sake, when you and I were in a softball league together, my only time I ever played softball, or yep. in softball, I was probably in my prime shape of my life. Like, sure. I was jacked. I was looking good, feeling good. People come up like, ooh, back up in the outfield. This guy's probably pretty athletic. No, no. Not so fast, no, my no. I can hit it far if I can coordinate what better, <laughs> uh, but I can't. So that's, that's me. So Amway Athletics, check them out as well. We'll be having some giveaways coming up. Not next month because that's reserved for MyFantasyLeague.com, your go-to site for Dynasty Leagues. Make sure you check out MyFantasyLeague.com and check out their MFL 10s. Uh, they're, they're, thank you for their giveaway. Make sure you check out Maisie, M-A-Z-E-Y on their app. Check it out. If you're in a Superflex League, you're going to have to download the app no matter what. Absolutely, because that's what we're using. That's what we're using, yep. the Maisie app. And if you're going to be in my $500 League, you need, to drive, you need to download it as well. So just download it. And tell us what you think of it, too, because mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, obviously, if you want a chance to win the Superflex League, we only have four spots left. There's still time to donate. $25. We'll pick somebody out of that $25 donation. We had a couple of people donate last week to try and get in that last entry. Uh, so good luck to you. But if you want to win an NFL 10, all you have to do is donate a dollar to the site. One dollar gives you an entry into the nerd herd. That's it. If you man. pay 12 bucks for the full, full year, you're qualified for every month giveaway. We just told you awesome giveaways we have coming up in the next 
next month. You can win a pair of awesome compression pants for a buck. Indeed. I mean, come on. We're like the Salvation Army over here. Does it get better than that? It does not. No. It does not. We're just giving stuff away left and Mm -hmm. right. We can't say it's for free because we're asking you for a dollar. But, I mean, come on. Hit up the couch cushions. <laughs> get that change. Get that wrang- change out there. Wrangled together. Obviously, make sure you go to com every single day for ADP, for rankings, and the awesome articles that we have. We'll be back next week. Next week, we're talking. Um, Good question. I don't remember. We had it. We had it written down, I thought. Um, I went to you because you're my go-to for this. You're the note taker. Uh, I didn't take it, though. This week was ADP. Uh, no, I don't have it, man. All right. Well, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. I know the, I know. we're doing top rookies the week before the NFL draft. That's what I teams. have written down. So I, I, I must have missed one last week. Well, next week's a surprise. I'll have to re-listen. Almost a surprise is who's going to be the final Superflex winners. Ooh, Could be you. Could be. And if you, don't, and if you don't win the Superflex League, hit me up. I'll send everybody a group email with everybody wanting to be in one. You guys get your own league going on. Right on, we'll, man. We'll keep track of that, too. So until then, we'll be back next week. If you have any questions, until then, hit me up at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. And you can follow the nerds at Dynasty Nerds. There is no Easter Bunny. That over there is just a guy in a suit. That's a- Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.